Never give up is the phrase that Jimmy Mack has told us for years now. And that's the exact attitude he's bringing today. This man is fresh out of chemotherapy. He's back on the podcast. It is a Friday show. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yeah, what's up? It's the 6th of January. Uh, This is a podcast that's based in three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot. And we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. I want to start this Friday show out with shouting out to anybody with anxiety. I see you. You are seen as a human being because I did not go to my office company party. I just cannot mentally get past it. I think maybe also if I wanted to, get, to go, it might be different. If you missed yesterday's podcast, I was saying that I my radio station, like my cluster of radio stations, had a holiday party last night. And if you're like, why would they do a holiday party in January? Well, it's let's use some deductional skills here. How much cheaper do you think it is to do a holiday party in January? <laughs> Then it you is get a discount on decorations for it's, sure. Yeah, exactly. Everything's just <laughs> everything's probably just old Christmas trees and, and cookies <laughs> from three weeks ago. You know, <laughs> they got the candy. They went to Target the day after and bought a bunch of candy canes, probably and passed it out to us. And this is not just a a joke on my current cluster. This is literally a joke on every single radio station on the planet. Um, I don't know that I don't know that anybody has, and I may be wrong, but I don't know that anybody has a Christmas party. Before, well, I did in Phoenix. The Phoenix, I think we had one before the, before the holidays. But everything ever since Phoenix, so that had been 2015. Every holiday, anything. If we had one, it was done after the New Year. So <clears throat> for me, this is like, this is common, right? So and they they always they always play it off as, oh well, you know, everybody's really busy <laughs> in the holidays. So everybody's gone. Everybody's gone. So we should just plan yeah. it for the New Year, and we're all like, yeah. oh, okay, a Thursday night. In January, (laughs) doesn't scream of major importance on the budget line, and it's traded out. I'm it doesn't matter. This I'm just radio venting now. Back to the point. The point is, is that I told you that I was really like all week. I'm like I don't know if I should go to this party or not because you guys know I'm leaving again next week for a couple of days, and I'm anxious that I'm going to get sick. I don't want the last thing I want to do. I would never be able to get over the fact if I went, if I missed a trip or I was sick on a trip uh, because, you know, flu, RSV, COVID, cold, whatever, all because I went to my January 5th holiday party for work. (laughs) That you didn't want to go to. That I didn't want to go to in the first place. (laughs) I didn't want to go in the first place. So. I, I like all day I'm kind of struggling with it. I'm kind of struggling with it. I'm like, you know what? That's I, I that is dumb. I have to get over this theory. See, I'm like in this weird in-between group, right? Like my, the generation above me, if you're like I don't want to say 40 plus anymore because I'm 40. Uh, if you're 50 plus, you guys came from the idea of you gotta grind away, you gotta work hard, you gotta, you know, never miss a day, never miss an event, everything. Then, you know, the generation below me is like don't do anything more than you have to do, you know, just do, just cruise, just cruise and do nothing and just live your <laughs> life and be happy. I'm somewhere in between those two. Right. <laughs> uh huh. So all day I'm like, man, 
And like we talked about yesterday, mom, I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast or not, but we talked about maybe I could just wear a mask. Okay. But then I'm like, Hmm. okay, so I'm going to a party. Just picture this. Just put yourself in these shoes for a second. Okay. You're going to hang out with, with, and not that I have nothing, there's nothing wrong with my coworkers, but they're they're not my friends. You know, Jess is my friend. A couple of people in there I would consider friends. Right. Mm -hmm. But uh, 10% of those people are my actual friends. Mm -hmm. And, um, so now I, I can't eat anything because they always think because they put a side salad out, that must be the vegan dish. Oh, jeez. Uh, I can't drink anything because I don't drink. And then on top of it, now I can't even like talk to people because I got a mask on, you know? Like I don't want to stand or sit around talking a mask right. to people I don't really even want to talk to in the first place. So I said, you know what? All right. I'm just not going to do it. And most likely no one else is wearing one. No. No. Mm-mm. Nobody in the world but, but me wears a mask anymore, I feel like. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm not I'm not risking I'm not risking the company or my trip on a company Christmas party. I'm just I can't do it. So I feel uh anxious about missing it. Mm-hmm. You know? Isn't that funny how we do that? You ever get that like that weird guilt when you mm-hmm. miss something at work or that that may be a me thing where you're like, I feel like I should be there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I'm like, why, why do I feel that way? Like, why do I feel that way in the first place? You know, mm-hmm. I think it's maybe the perception of me of like not wanting to be a team player mm-hmm. or not wanting to participate or, or whatever. Like, what are people thinking of me? That's what it right. is. What are people uh-huh. thinking of me right what now? What will they say? What will they say? Or, I, and I don't Jess care about isn't it. there either. And so. Jess isn't going. Uh-uh. Or Jess is. We talked about this on Kramer and Jess Uncensored. If you haven't listened to it yet, she's she's struggling because she's trying to plan a, a wedding in California. So at the same time, she's having to go and do a virtual walkthrough of a venue mm. to see if it's where she wants to get married or not. And I know mm, she's kind of that's that's challenging. She's struggling with it, you know. She's mm-hmm. struggling with it. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, anyway. So I don't know. I don't know if you. I think that the reason I bring this up is because I want to process the idea that, and, and I think it is. Tell me if I'm wrong. It, it's okay to miss this party, right? I think so. Did, did I do the wrong thing? Am I making the wrong decision? That's as we're at time of recording. You know, um, it's. I feel it's it's like the party's going on right now. Like I feel like, oh my god, I should be there. I should be there. I should be there. But the risk is not worth the the return. Oh, you know how mad I'd be. Yeah. Do you know how mad I would be? Yeah, and plus now, if you are worried about it, I mean, everybody's been back for a while, but hasn't been that long, and everybody's been you know with their families. They've been traveling. Yeah, it's not worth it. They've been partying, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like five days so, from since New Year's Eve. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. So anyway, that's my hypochondriac anxiety story. Um, <laughs> questioning what people are thinking about me. Mm-hmm. Uh, insecurity of the day, and that's how we'll start our Friday show off. We'll mm-hmm. continue now with our little victory segment. This is where we celebrate something that we accomplished throughout the week, right? And if you're new to the show. This is your opportunity, and I hope that you'll really, really do this. I hope you'll really take a second right now and think about something that you've accomplished, something that you accomplished uh, this week that you can, you feel you feel proud of. And it's just nothing big. That's why it's called little victories. It's like you, you, you pride yourself in doing something little that you checked off the list because there's not every week goes by that you accomplish something big, and then you're like, what did I even do this week? That sucks. Uh, Little victories. That's what these are all about. Mom, you want to start? You're going to love this one. 
I scheduled a pickup from a non with a nonprofit to come and pick up a mattress and box spring and and a table Ugh. that has the table's been in my garage I think since we moved here. It's a 48 I, inch round table. Y'all in the I, middle of our two cars. And the mattress and box springs have only been out there about mm, four months. But do and you, I scheduled a pickup for all that to go away. Have you ever had like an ina- inanimate object that is a nemesis of yours? <laughs> like not a person or a you know thing, but like a like an inanimate object that has nothing, has no feelings towards you at all because it's a thing. Um, that is me and this stupid ass table. <laughs> Every time I go to my mom's house, this makes zero sense. Mom, how many square feet is your house? Um, Thirty eight hundred, I think. This big house, okay, big house. Yeah. yeah. For some freaking reason, and every time my mom gives me a different reason why it's there, my mom decided. <laughs> my mom and dad decided to put a table, a round table, right in between the two cars of the garage, mm-hmm. like pushed up back towards the back of the garage. Mm-hmm. And to the point where, like, if you don't perfectly get the car, like, right right in, like, there's a certain slot you have to, like, get right in, a certain angle, <laughs> speed, velocity, <laughs> then, like, it's wrong. It, it be, all because there's this 48-inch round table <laughs> in, like, right in the middle of the garage. Every time I go home, I'm like, Mom, we've <laughs> got to move that table. <laughs> There's absolutely no reason to have a round table sitting in the middle of your garage. And every time, Mom, I swear to God, you tell me something different. <laughs> it's always a different excuse. Yeah. This last time it was your sister may want it after she moves. Right. And I'm like, mm, I don't think that's uh, I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> um, before it's we have nowhere else to put it, which you have 3,800 square feet. <laughs> you have nowhere, yeah. nothing but room to put it. Yeah. If we get rid of of, of, of one twentieth space left, though, as you know, if we get rid of one twentieth of the thrift shop stuff in your house, <laughs> we'd have ample room to put this table. So every time, y'all, every time I go in, and it'd be like my mom's. Oh no, you're you're at the wrong angle. You're at the wrong <laughs> angle. You got no, no, no. No, you got you got to do. I'm like, why is this table here in the first place? It makes no sense. Like literally zero sense. We just got used to driving around it. We can fly in there and park just right every so time. So crazy. So crazy. So I'm <laughs> no, glad. you can't. The table, the table is leaving. And, the table's and, leaving. And it January will be, 17th. It will be out. not missed by mm-hmm. not by anyone, but not mm-hmm. one soul. Yeah, it was just packed. It was just stacked full of stuff. It was like, yeah. there, we, have, we have disposable oh, yeah, grocery bags surface. on there. Like, I'm like, what is, uh-huh. like, what? What is this? Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Little victory of the week. Who's with me? I want to know who's with me. So I didn't count Monday because Monday still felt like it was Christmas. You know what I mean? Well, it's a holiday. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Oh, shit. It's only been three days. Um, I, was, <laughs> I guess this is a very little victory. I have eaten healthy. I've eaten. I've not eaten one, one piece of junk food, which is the first That's time I can good. say that. It's the first time that I can say that since, you know. Uh, the it's probably the 18th of December or whatever our last show was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I listen. Getting back into it's hard. It is hard. Getting back to it is really hard. I ran for the first time today since God, Mom. Like since Great. I. Great. 
ran at your house. I've been doing different kind of workouts, but um, right. oh, like getting back in, I'm like, oh my God, I had to go back down to like the, the, the beginner level. Mm-hmm. It's tough. So for anybody that accomplished anything physical this week or that's good for your health, uh, you should be applauded because it's probably the absolute hardest week of the year to do anything physical or to eat well. Because all we want to do is eat junk again. I can't wait for the weekend to start so I can eat junk again. So mm-hmm. excited. <laughs> so excited. Uh, all right, mom, let's get to our quote for today. Okay. It's, you know, it's a light Friday. So we're going to um, have a little fun. It's Jerry Seinfeld. I saw a study that said speaking in front of a crowd is considered the number one fear of the average person. Number two was death. This means to the average person, if you have to be at a funeral, you would rather be in the casket than doing the eulogy. (laughs) What's the deal with dying? You'd rather be in the casket than be up here. That's hysterical, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. How, I listen. I'm funny. I I can be in front of my, the biggest crowd I think I've ever been in front of was for all the Phoenix fam. I'm talking about Country Thunder. Country Thunder is. Let me see the how many people are at this concert. Just to give you an, it's it's kind of like um, stagecoach. Country big festival. Let me see. Country Thunder Arizona. Thunder Air, which is so funny to me. The the, the fact that I did. I wore cowboy boots at one point in my life. Really makes me laugh. Um, <laughs> and did, yeah, did country music? I mean, it's not even music. I like the music, but it's just the fact that like they dress me like a cowboy really makes me laugh. <laughs> um, I would never do that again. Oh my god! So if you know me from San Diego, like keep in mind, before I came to San Diego, I was in Phoenix doing country radio. And listen, my favorite people, my favorite listeners, some of my favorite listeners in Phoenix. Um, I love the music. The artists are great but they literally dressed me like a cowboy. Like I looked like Woody from Toy Story. Um, and it was so inauthentic. It was like, so, and, and here's the thing is, so I, I had to really choose. It's like, do I want to be a cowboy or do I just not want to work? Because it was like the only job that was presenting itself that made decent money. So yeah, for two years of my life, I, and I wouldn't, and I looked at my competition or our competition at the time. No, never wear cowboy boots. They were they were kicking our ass and they never wore cowboy boots. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, what in the world? Like, why are we doing this? For some reason they just I had a cowboy hat. It was it was funny. It was wild, man. In <laughs> hindsight. I'm anyway, curious. People say those are really comfy, are they? Uh I didn't like mine had like a really big heel on it, which uh-huh. gives me so much empathy for women that have to walk in heels. So it would always hurt my feet. So my answer is no. But some yeah. people say yes. Okay, so more than thirty thousand people a day. Okay. Mm-hmm. So here's the point. Imagine it, you're on a stage, 30,000 people. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. I can do that all night and day. Mm-hmm. Doesn't bother me at all. Mm-hmm. But oh my God, if you put me in a room with a stranger, put me in an elevator. Y'all know me, the, my worst <laughs> case scenario. Oh, nothing. I'm trying to think there's anything else that makes me more uncomfortable than being in an elevator. We don't have to talk to people. It, but I feel like in my in my condo, I feel like I have to. Oh, you mean at, at home. Yeah. yeah, at home. I feel like there's oh, nothing. Yeah. On, oh, my God. Like, I get this pit in my stomach. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm like, please. Because you know how elevators, like, it makes like, like, a, like a beep every like a, every time uh-huh. you go up a different floor. Uh-huh. And every time I'm like, please. I just like, it beeps. I'm like, yes, we made it to another floor. Uh-huh. Like, and then we, yes, we made it to another floor and nobody got in. 
yes. I, and I, I'm on the fifth floor, right? So like, I'm like, if I hear five beeps, but all of a sudden it stops at three, I hear like three beeps and it stops. I'm like, oh no. Mm. Door opens. Hey, it happened. Oh my God. It was probably one of my most awkward, awkward exchanges I've ever had in my life. So this, and I was going up, right? So it's a big picture. I'm going from the, from the, the ground up this week mm-hmm. and the the door opens and typically going up if you're not coming up from the garage which is the bottom floor bottom bottom floor but I was coming up from the lobby you're usually fine right because mm-hmm. like no one's going to go up so usually you're fine so all of a sudden it stops on the third floor mm. guy gets in he's like oh he's he's, he's you know he's some from from he sounds like he's from you know Europe and he's like oh I um I didn't realize we were going up and I'm like, yeah, we're going up. And so we, we start riding up. He's like, Oh, hi, I'm whatever, whatever. And I'm like, okay, here we go. Small talk. And he's like, yeah, I don't, um, I said, I'm not here all the time. That's why we may have not have met. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Well, it's funny because, uh, and keep in mind, we're going up two floors y'all, but this could have been a lifetime. I don't even know how I was able to become so terribly awkward in just two stories. But I was like, well, yeah, you know, like it's funny because, uh, you never know when the door opens, like who's going to, uh, be, be in the uh, elevator. This is my dog, Kiki. Hey, say Kiki, say hit him. Anyway, uh, that's probably, that's probably why, uh, you never know. And he's like, what? And honestly, what I said, and I even knew when it came out of my mouth, you guys, this is what I do professionally. I do nothing but shows where I talk to humans all day, every day. It is what I do, and I do a pretty dang good job at it, right? Depending. <laughs> yes. You're good at small talk. But I swear to you, <laughs> whatever whatever mumble jumble came out of my mouth to this man, <laughs> we then like literally sat there and just stared at each other because I don't – like I didn't even know what I said anymore by the end of it. <laughs> And he sure did. He, like he was like looking like to the left and just kind of smiling. And I was just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> two stories. The worst part of my week. The absolute worst part of my week. Was, oh, I'm curious about that. I think you should talk to your BetterHelp therapist. I just cannot that do it. That is weird. I'm going to start taking the stairs. I swear to God, I'm going to start taking the stairs. <laughs> well, that's good for you. Because I just can't. I don't know what it is. I just cannot do small talk with, with individual strangers. It just, I get so awkward. It's unbelievable. Best part of the weekend coming up. Boom. Get in bed, right? Y'all do that. I don't listen. I'm talking as a single man with no kids. I always say the best part of my weekend is waking up (laughs) on Saturday morning and I got nowhere to go. Right. Mm -hmm. And I kind of make like a snow angel in my bed because (laughs) I've got like nothing. I I, honestly, this is true now, especially that it's getting colder outside, even though this week's Mm -hmm. been abnormally hot. I, I will lay in bed for hours. It's maybe like two hours on like a Saturday morning. I'll like close my eyes some more. I'll just like daydream about stuff. I'll get on my phone. I might watch TV or something. I love not having to like the, like the hustle of getting out of bed first thing in the morning. Right. And it's the mm-hmm. only opportunity I get to do is on Saturday, maybe sometimes Sunday. Right. And I love it. And because my favorite thing of, of like anything right now is to, to lay in bed with my cozy earth sheets. That's not, <laughs> yes, they're paying me for this. No, that's not an exaggeration. I love my cozy earth sheets. So comfortable. If you don't have a set of these, and this may be their last week they're on, because this week is actually a make good week, when one of the weeks I was off last year. So 
I don't know that this is going to be an offer for you mm. after today. This is not a sales pressure. I'm not trying to like pressure you into to buying the world's most comfortable bamboo sheets you'll ever sleep on. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you right now, I do not want you to miss out on this opportunity. If you've been hearing us talk about Cozy Earth now for the last six months or so. Cozy Earth is the world's softest sheets. They are made from bamboo. If you don't get as excited as I am right now about your sheets, all you have to do is send them back. They will pay for the shipping back. They will give you your money back up to 100 nights. Over three months, you can sleep on these sheets. And if you don't feel the difference between Cozy Earth and your sheets that you got from Target, I'm scared, man. I'm like, I'm like, I, I feel like this is, I'm, I'm never going to be able to, to not own Cozy Earth sheets now. Well, you've got 10 years to worry about it. Well, that's it too, right? So Cozy Earth's got a 10 year <laughs> warranty. So at least for until I'm 50. How about that? Uh, wow. I'll be sleeping I'll be on Cozy. 80. Yeah. What am I worrying about? Yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to put those in your casket. We're going to line your casket with Cozy Earth sheets. I'm going to lay you to rest in those things. <laughs> You can just swaddle me up in them and yeah, put we me will. A, We're going in a pine to. box and put me in just like for us. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> uh, for some reason, this is funny, but I don't, it's getting less funny as we talk about it. Um, <laughs> Cozy Earth Sheets. Oh, my God. CozyEarth.com. 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 Go check out the sheets and everything else cozy. The 40% off deal. I don't know how much longer you have it, so please don't mess around with this. Type in code Kramer40, Kramer40, get 40% off these luxury sheets that you will not ever regret buying at CozyEarth.com. Okay. Certified fans, awesome first week back. Thank you so much for letting us be a part of your life this week. I'm so thankful, man. I was thinking about you guys today, actually. Think about it. It's just crazy to me that so many people come and support this podcast and you have now for years and uh, there's not a lot let me say this there's not a lot of people in radio that can say that they have a successful podcast too uh that's not just their radio show there's a couple mm-hmm. don't get me wrong there's, there's some very 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 successful um radio people that have side podcasts that do well but i would say the it's more not than do and that's not a that's not a i think what's made this possible is the fact that you guys have shown up you know like mm-hmm. you've shown up They're and awesome. you've stuck around so certified fans big shout out to you these are people that can contribute six dollars a month to our show we're very thankful for you for doing that by the way it means a lot that you're able to contribute and 100 percent of those proceeds go to producing the podcast so thank you for paying the bills and uh, you get a bunch of perks when you join. One of those things is you get an episode dedicated to you. When we don't have anybody new, we got nobody new this week. This whole week, we got nobody new, but it's all right. It's okay. Um, it's just week one. It's week one, mm-hmm. but we only got three weeks to go. Well, really two weeks to go because I'll be off a little bit next week. Um, <laughs> so if you want to join us, text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. And it takes like two seconds to join. You'll get all the perks, the bonuses, and everything else. Uh, today, our certified fan, we just spun the wheel. I know you can't hear it. My goal by the end of January, by the way, is to have the wheel spinning. That'll be my little victory Ooh. one day. Uh, our certified fan is 148 for today. So our 148, this episode is dedicated to the lovely Amy F. She is wonderful. She is Amy F. She lives in Jessup, Pennsylvania. Wow. Where is Jessup, Pennsylvania? I don't Let's know. Learn. Not too far from you, though. 
Not too far, Mom. Let's see. Amy, let's see exactly. We're going to learn something new about Jessup, Pennsylvania today. Okay. Jessup, Pennsylvania is – let me make sure you put the right state in. I don't know if there is Jessup, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah, there it is. Jessup, Pennsylvania. I'll be hmm. damned. Uh, just so we can all learn, Jessup, Pennsylvania, by the way, is right near Scranton. And I know right now the next question you're going to ask is, where the hell is Scranton? Um, you live pretty close, actually. I'll tell you exactly where you live. You live pretty close to the Poconos Mountains. That's Isn't where Scranton is. where Joe Biden's from? I don't know. Maybe. I think so. Is Scranton also where they filmed The Office or where The Office is based out of? I think that's Maybe. Scranton as well. Am I wrong? Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, we've learned uh, very very few facts. Oh, no, that was in um, – I don't know. Anyway, here's the point. I'm sure it's a lovely city in Pennsylvania. And you are here and you support our show. And Amy, we love you. I miss hearing your voice. You haven't called us in a while. Just know I think about you mm. often. When I think about Pennsylvania, I think about Amy a lot. So let's mm-hmm. give Amy, our certified fan number 148, some love and a shout out. And thank you so much for such long support of Certified Mama's Boy. Mm-hmm. Whoop, whoop to Amy F. from PA. Yeah, Love you. Thank you. Text the word fans if you want to join us, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. You can also go to the show notes and join over there. You can uh, go to certifiedmamasboy.com and you can join us over there. But just thank you so much for supporting our podcast. All right, Mom, what do you think? You feel good for the week? I do. I do. Well, he is – Everyone has a great weekend. He is back from chemotherapy. <laughs> and on steroids. And Get on ready. steroids. So this is going to be maybe the <laughs> wildest episode we've had of Jimmy Mack. All right, Mom. Love you. Have a good weekend. <laughs> okay, honey. Everyone have a great weekend. Love you forever. Jimmy. You. <laughs> coming back. He's back. He's back. He's back. There's nothing. Nothing slowing this man down. Not one thing slowing this man down. What's happening? What's happening? Well, you tell us. You've had you've had an eventful week. Shoot. You sound Man. great though. You sound you sound mom mom says Man. uh you, you woke up at four o'clock this morning and you've just been going ever since. <laughs> Woo Lord. Yeah. Well tell Steroids us about and everything, huh? Yeah, tell us about about chemo uh session number one. Number one. Got through it. Let's see. Boy, what a what a what a day. Five and a half hours. So uh, how does it you want to give us like a like a quick rundown of what actually happens? Because obviously most of us probably don't know yeah, what actually I, happens in a I'd chemo be more session. Happy to share all that. So five and a half hour a day, but only three and a half was chemo. All the other stuff I had to do. Yeah. Uh, room of 30 people. Uh, you walk in, the lady comes over and starts. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Thank you to all of our medical professionals, by the way, is what my dad yeah, means. I had already had my, uh, my arm was already prepared because I had blood work done in another room. So they put the IV in there. So, and I don't have a port yet. And she beat me up about that. She said, you got to have a port. She said, you'll kill what's, your What's arm. a port? I don't know what a port yeah, is. I'm sorry. The por- a, a port is a, a device you can put in your chest uh, below your, your collarbone and under your skin. Uh, 
and then you run a catheter over to your main vein to your heart so that okay yeah so it's it's a <laughs> it's it almost like a, a it's like a fuel tank pretty much for your body there you go there it is an so, easier way to put it in than then uh, through your arm and then they have a little thing on the, obviously on the outside it's like a little triangle or thing where they can stick the needle in and it's much easier so you don't have to go through the skin every time okay and so yeah so i'm, th- I'm thinking about doing it i i t- oh, well she told me i better so I, i'm gonna do it and so uh let me see the highlights. Well, uh, you know, it's, uh, they so put what do you, a lot what, of, what do you do for those three and a half hours? Like what is the actual, man, like, well, I'm, la- I'm laying in, a, I have a lazy boy, you know, type chair and yeah. I have a, you know, I have a heater on it and I have a massager, but I didn't do all that first day. I'm just, my eyes are wide open. You know, I'm looking around trying to understand the flow, what to do. They put so much liquid in you. And I'm an old man. You can't put a lot of liquid in me. Without it having to come out, and it's a long story. I won't tell you about. It. I'll share that to you privately. But uh, that's the first thing you got to understand is there's a lot of liquid coming going in and coming out. So what you, are you having to like pee yourself? Yeah. Oh wow. And of and, course, and so how, people, what's, what's how's that process work? Do you have to like wear a diaper? Well, no. There's a bathroom if you're able to get there. Oh, okay, so you're able to actually go use yeah, the restroom. And luckily, okay. I told her when I got there. I said, "Look," I said, "There was a vacant." Stay, she put me in the middle and there's a vacant stay. I said, by the bathroom, I said, I think I need to be over there. <laughs> I want that seat. I want that piece yeah, of property. Yeah, she said, please. fine, go over there. I mean, they, were real, they were real helpful. And, yeah. and I said, I asked for this and this and they kept on. It was really cool. So uh, then she walks over and says, I'm going to put this pod on your stomach. Uh, no, she said, do you have hair on your stomach? I said, uh, no, I've lost it all because of cancer and all the drugs I've been taking. Uh, she said, oh, good. I said, why? She said, I want to put this pot on your stomach. You're going to wear home tonight. And so she she attached it, and she sort of held it. She said, okay, hold on. And all of a sudden, something said, pow. Oh. <laughs> and I guess a needle went into my stomach, oh, something. Shit. Yeah. And uh, so she said, now, tomorrow, <laughs> 27 hours exactly, this little device will go off and it will it will inject some medicine in your bloodstream so you can it'll help you grow faster more white blood cells because your cancer is going to destroy most of it. Oh, okay. And so, so that was that was day I, 2 then? That was afterwards? It, yeah, I got home okay. and the little thing was you know had lights on it and you know just like any other like electronic device you you play with, you know, all of a sudden, you know. Yeah, you're like a you're you're turning into like a real robot over here. You got a you got a gas port. You got uh, <laughs> a blood port. You're a car. A, you're basically a car now. <laughs> yeah, and it worked. It worked. And, you know, it worked just like they told me. You know, yeah. we didn't do anything. Little lights were blinking, and then it stopped, and then we just pulled it off and threw it in the tr- no, not trash. Don't supposed to put it in the trash. Sorry. And, uh, well, so how are you feeling then after, after your first session, mom says you're having, you're out here running around talking on well, the phone at 6am. I had a lot of energy yesterday. Boy, I was flying. Yeah. And today wasn't quite the same, but, yeah. uh, but I'm feeling better now. Yeah. I'm feeling well, good. Better. Good. Look at you. Look at you. Jimmy Max, uh, you know, they said never... three days. I, I, they said three days. I don't know when three days is from, but they said three days. Watch out. So, so what, what is, what is, what does that mean? What does watch out mean? Well, it should, should get some uh, pain in muscles and bone. Oh. She said this little device is going, you know, it's going to pump things a lot faster than the, the you know, the bones are used to. Oh. So how long is that, how huh? long is, are the hard days supposed to be? 
Uh, I don't know. She didn't hide it in the house. Oh, <laughs> boy. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. No, I take it back. Mom did find out. It's three, four, and five, she said, should be the worst Okay. Days. So that's yeah. that's, that's really tomorrow then, right? Yeah. yeah so I think basically tomorrow. throughout the weekend. Yeah. But okay. I'm, I'm optimistic. You know, yeah, I'm still you, not, sound, it, you sound good. I'm optimistic. It can't knock me down. When it comes to cancer, you can never give up. That's what you've never proven. Never give up. Look I talked to Turk today. He just had a tumor removed. And so he's in the cancer club, he said, but he yeah. hadn't had chemo yet. That's, you know what, this is what I'm starting to realize as, as I'm even getting older, and you can tell me this is true or not, is that really you just got to stay alive in so many different ways. Oh, like yeah. in your 20s, you were just alive. And That's like right. You couldn't you, destroy yourself. You couldn't. Could you? There's nothing you could you do. You tried, Stephen. You tried with all yeah. those chicken wings and <laughs> yeah. all that. Pepsis. I got <laughs> How many did, would, could you drink in a day? Four or five? Yeah, you're not lying, right? So yeah, I'm, then no, I'm, after that. Now, now you're just, you're just you and you and everyone. It's just, it's just a, a point of staying alive because the universe is just trying to kill you and eventually yeah. it wins. Eventually yeah, it, it wins. will win. It will but win. But it, at the beginning of your life, it's just so easy to stay alive. But then right, I swear as right. you get older, 50 plus and it's yeah, just, you just gotta, plus, you you're know, fighting, you're fighting against, you're yeah. fighting against the universe at this point. Yeah. You're going upstream. Yeah. You're going against, you know, just like a salmon. You got yeah, seriously. Yeah. If it's it, listen, if it's not water. if it's not cancer, it's you know it's a car wrecks or it's this or that. It's yeah. just like I feel like this, this, as you get older, it's just the universe. Like all right, well everybody let's I go. know now. Yeah, everybody's dealing let's with go. something. Yeah, so it's just it's all right. You know, well, it's I'm, just part I'm, of. It. You sound good. Well, appreciate that. You sound like you're in good spirits. So that's yeah. that's half the battle, right? Yeah, it's feeling be. good. I don't know what I'll be like tomorrow. You might want yeah, to call me tomorrow. Yeah, we had to re- record today. Uh, so uh, you are one session down. Of yeah. chemo. Yeah. You have five to go. Well, they said either six or 10. I hope it's six. <laughs> why not? Why six or 10? Well, evidently Seven, they know. Seven, eight, or nine is not a possibility? Well, you know, well, evidently they know if you can't get it with six. It's going to have to be 10? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure they've done it a few times. Yeah. They said either six or 10. I'd rather it be six, I think. Well, let's all think really positive. Think it could be hey. less than six. Is there a chance it could be less than six or it's absolutely Well, no, six? I don't think they, I don't think they plan right now. I don't think they are planning to check. Well, they're checking my blood work every day. So they will be able to see my PSA, what it's doing. It, yeah. By the way, it increased, uh, you know, I just did some blood work. So it did increase significantly to me, but it's not, it's still nothing. It's still 1.25, which is nothing. PSA, by the way, is your prostate cancer number. Is that like a very layman way of putting it? Yeah, that's okay. a good, play, good All right. way. And it's, and it's a good barometer that helps a doctor to see how the prostate cancer, is it growing and advancing or not? So it went up, but I guess it's they're not it's growing. wildly concerned. It's, a, you know, it's, like, it's like 20, 30% every month. You know, mm-hmm. when it starts doubling, you know, that's when it's out of control. So I don't have that much cancer in me. I don't think because I'm right. optimistic. I don't know what I got. Well, you're, like, like we said, you're basically a brand new car at this point. Yeah. You have all, all no, no original part, all new parts. No, no, I ain't got much. <laughs> I don't have much left. Did you have time to keep up with any of the news that we, this week? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. I, let's, yeah let's, let's get, get into it. it then. Let's get um, it. Buffalo Bills, DeMar Hamlin oh, was, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. talk about medical issues. Holy hell. Uh, I, by now, I'm sure you probably know the story, but the backstory here is that uh, he collapsed after he got tackled during Monday Night Football, and they brought an ambulance on the field. They were getting him CPR, and then he was loaded up and taken to the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. The 
updates. So by tomorrow, I don't know what's going to happen. The last update I've heard is that he is now coming to um, he and this is just me seeing the literal, you know, news bubbles on my phone as a time of recording. But I think he's responsive. And, uh, you know, this is such a rare thing, but a super scary thing. Dad, what do you what do you think about this whole situation? Uh, well, it didn't look like to me, I mean, it's easy for me to say this, it didn't look like a, a, a real traumatic hit. So that's why I'm, I'm sort of, you know, I wonder really what happened, you know, um, right. Maybe it happened sooner and, you know, something else. And then all of a sudden that one was the one that set it off. Uh, so I, I thought, the last really quick, sorry. The last two updates right. I have is, um, he says that he can, that he can write messages and he's learning all about the support uh, this is from CNN and uh, the Bills player also asked, did we win? <laughs> so <laughs> that's the first thing he asked when he well, popped back up. Good. He's a football player. I yeah. mean, what do you think about this dad? I mean, I, I talked about this on the radio show this week is <laughs> this actually happened to a kid here in Maryland, same thing but with lacrosse, right? So, and I forget the name of the terminology, but basically if you get hit so hard in the chest, your, your heart stops. And, I'm like, man, arrest, huh? yeah, that- I mean, basically it's, but there's, there's an actual term for okay. it. Like All when right. this happens, but, um, I mean, what do you think? You think it's worth it? Is it just so rare? I'm, I'm like, this yeah. happened to a high school kid, yeah. right? It, so I'm, it is, it is rare. It really, if you look at all the people playing, you know, around the world, it's, you know, it's real rare. And you think it's still worth it? Well, not, not to me, but to them, obviously, you know, sports get, can give you just an incredible amount of enjoyment. And, and some people turn into professionals where they can have a good life and, and all of them don't get hurt seriously and, uh, can, uh, financially set themselves up for life after, you know, within, you know, 10 well, years. Sure. I mean, yeah. But so, to what, you know, yeah. God, they're, they're, their bodies. I'm just wondering know, if like, if like a hundred years from where, you know, that, well, you this know. though, what do you think in a, like hundred, 200, no, 500 years, it will look back like, like the gladiators. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, sure. And be sure, like, yeah, but right now, did that to their body. You know, you know, you know, guys that have a lot of, uh, aggression and, you know, have a different, you know, deal. I mean, that's good for them to get out there and fight and work yeah. hard. And football is is really violent. They're working hard on helmets. They're doing this. They're putting new rules in. They're trying to help. Uh, I think, and the game's different now. It's not as violent as it was ten years ago. No way. And and they're paying attention. They stopped that game. That's unusual. Yeah. Uh, five years ago, they wouldn't have. They'd picked him up, put him on a little cart, and say, "Let's go." Yeah. Let's let's move on. So, so and they and they cancel the game out too. They're they're not going to replay it, right? I think so. I don't know if I, I heard that. I heard, finally. which I don't. I, you know, don't don't trust me. That's unusual sports. to do something like that because that's an important game. You know, uh, the Buffalo uh, Bills are in the right in the middle of the thick of things. Yeah. Well, and I'm who, gonna. Who was uh, the other team? I can't remember. Uh, it was the Bills and the uh, um, Cincinnati. Oh, oh, oh um, they're in the thick of things. So this the, the game Bengals. was important. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm going to change story number two. Right. I'm really not right. honestly that Go interested it. in it because it's the whole Jeremy Renner get hurt by uh, a snowplow. I don't care anymore. Here's what I care about because maybe, and I don't have notes on this or anything. You can explain to me what in the world is happening yeah. in Congress right now. It's it's crazy. I don't yeah. understand it. it I wasn't going to put it in here, but it's again, I don't like to talk about politics, but I'm so yeah. confused yeah. about what's actually happening right well, now. It hadn't happened in a hundred years. So it's so, a, it's an unbelievable spectacle right now on TV. What is happening? Explain well, this to me. Well, evidently, well, uh, Kevin McCarthy 
had was the leader of the Republican Party in the House, but okay. he wasn't the speaker because they didn't have they didn't have you know the majority. That was Nancy Pelosi before. Yeah, that was okay. Democrats had had the majority. So, but he was the leader and he was running the place, and so he expected to be the speaker, and sure. he moved into the speaker's residence and all this. Or office, maybe so that the office. When, when Nancy Pelosi says, said, I'm leaving, he's like, I, it's obviously going to be me. Yeah. Is that yeah. what it is? Because he yeah. was like he the, the main the Republican. No. And, and I'm sure he was negotiating behind the scenes trying to know how many votes he had. Right. But when they did the first time, he didn't win. I mean, he, he has to have a certain amount to win. I want to say it's 211. Wait, they, so – it, he, the Republicans, and forgive me for not knowing this all the time. Republicans now have the majority of the House, or the Democrats yeah. have the majority of the no, House. No, no, the Republicans do slightly. I mean, it's a real, okay. it's like one. I think it's one or two. Yeah, right. that's all. Okay, uh, but but he needs more than majority to to be about two fifteen. I mean, two two eleven, and and they got like two eighteen. There so, was a five. Well, I take that back. Let's see. I tell you exactly. Again, we, I don't have my notes in front of me, so sorry. Yeah, kind of, it's we're just off the top of our heads. He can only he he can't afford to lose more than five, and he kept losing more. I mean, so, he didn't. Uh, so the last thing I saw is they've done this now nine times. Yeah, yeah. This, so, and that's what they do. They just vote over and over and over well, again, like something's going to change. Well, what he's trying to do is uh, he's talking to them all in between and negotiating with all kind of stuff that he wants to get. You know, they want something. He's trying to give some of them that. And then they're going back hoping that, you know, some people change their mind, you know, this, that, and the other. They get so crazy scared, to me. They get bored. They want to go to work. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's they were not there changing. late last night. I kept, I yeah. saw them there yeah. late last night. Well, they voted. They wanted to vote to adjourn, and those guys wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't agree. Wow. So, so they wouldn't adjourn. So these guys are holding them up, trying to get things that are is out of whack, and uh, they're crazy. <laughs> and, and just why can't we ever just get our shit together, political world? Like, why can't is, we just? I mean, this is bad. It makes the Democrats look great. They're sitting over. There. You know what Biden was doing? He was with uh, the other leader of the Republican Party in Kentucky, where they just approved to rebuild the bridge between two. One Republican state and one Democrat, and they were all out there shaking hands and smiling. Oh, that's nice. So, see, meanwhile, see, this is way this is way politics works. You know, one guy's down, the other guy's out there trying to make you know make some hay. So, how does this end? Then, how does how does well, it, what do they point. have to do? Well, it's a good point. You know, nobody can control them. You know, they control themselves. So, I don't know. I mean, when people start calling, when <laughs> when people start you know calling these people, say go to work. You know, Go ahead oh, and I see let what you're somebody, saying. Yeah, you know, start they pressuring these people to vote certain ways just to get it get it yeah. done. So, so it's just politics. It's wild, man. It this I'm telling you. Years. That's what I'm saying. This, and that's because the system is broken. Here's a story from Georgia. My dad, by the way, lives in Georgia. We got a lot of people that listen to, in Georgia as well. And I always try to bring you. This is the news that we outside of Georgia are hearing about the uh, the Peach State. There was a man that was held in jail for six days after facial recognition mistakenly ID'd him as a suspect in a Louisiana purse, purse snatching. Okay, this guy's name is Randall Reed. He was arrested in DeKalb County, which is that's that's Atlanta, right? Isn't DeKalb yeah, County it is. Atlanta? Yeah, I used uh, to live in DeKalb. Go ahead. After Louisiana authorities said that the facial recognition identified him as a suspect in a purse snatching in Baton Rouge. Now, here's what I don't know. He was just minding his own business. He was minding his own business. I'm just trying. It does, wait, the police department used facial recognition in Reed's 
arrest is unclear. So we don't have a real reason of why they were using it in the first place. But anyway, so they throw this guy in jail for facial recognition, right? They're like, you stole you stole a thing. So he was in jail for six days for stealing this purse. Police then released him after he realized that he was 40 pounds heavier than the suspect was in the first place. Oh, and Lord. they realized he had a mole too. He had like a mole and like things were wrong. But basically they were like, listen, the computer said it's you. So we have to believe that it's you. And he said he'd never actually been to Louisiana. His other, his other um, things, he said, I also don't steal. So that, you know, it must be the, yeah. the trusting thing. That's crazy though, right? Like It is crazy, but you know, I've, I've always had the same fear with uh, DNA. DNA evidence. scares the shit out of me. All this, uh, it's, it's all this scares me. And like, yeah. this is now going to be the future where like, oh my God, what happens? Yeah. Can you imagine exactly. if you just, can you imagine all of a sudden someone's like, you did this? Well, Either with like, DNA or yeah. with uh, facial recognition. Yeah. And how are you like? No, I didn't. Well, you, well, in court you can. You know, you, the, you know, they'll they'll get. You know, <sighs> they'll be able to get uh, some kind of judgment against you, and they'll come get you. It's wild. All right, Dad. Glad All you're right. feeling better. Glad Thank to have you. you back on the podcast. Happy New Year. Love you. Never give up. All right, that's it. That is it for today. This week actually wasn't terrible. Probably because it was four days. Four days. Remember that time I took seven and a half weeks of vacation last time last year. <laughs> It's been a whole big drama thing at work, by the way, too. Don't think, don't think it hasn't been somewhat dramatic. Um, your company kind of frowns at you. And they say unlimited vacation days and you take 7.5 weeks. Anyway, love you. We'll do it again next week, okay? Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.